Joining us today on the Dialogos interview series is Nandia Papadimitriou, a volunteer with an organization based in Athens known as the Atenistas. Nandia, welcome to our program. I'm very glad I'm with you. Thank you for the invitation. And to get us started, share a few words with us about the Atenistas, who they are, and uh, how the organization first got started. Atenistas is an open group of people, of people living in Athens. They started back in 2010. The people who have inspired the, the team, the group, is a graphic designer, Tassos Halkopoulos, and a journalist writing about Athens, Dimitris Rigopoulos, and they started without really knowing what they wanted to do, but that they wanted to do something for Athens, for the city they loved, for the city they lived in, and that they really thought that Athens has so many things to give to all of us and that that there are so many nice things we can enjoy in the city. Now uh, they have uh, been working for more than uh, three years, three years and a half almost. Uh, They have completed more than 180 actions. Most of them based on the city center, but also to some other uh, neglected neighborhoods around the city center. Atenistas love cleaning uh, civil sports. They have created the uh, pocket parks. They have rejuvenated uh, some playgrounds. They have also painted with bright colors uh, schools around uh, the Athens area. And they have also organized a lot of cultural events, helping Athenians get to know better their city and also feel safe in the city and enjoy Enjoying the place. Uh, they have organized some uh, guided tours around Athens in some historic areas, in some neighborhoods that are not so popular. We don't very usually go there. Uh, they have also organized huge events like the Conference of the National Opera of Greece in the Varvakios Meat Market or a tango night at the Peloponnese uh, train station, the old one, I mean, the, the one that had been closed. We have organized a night of a swing. We done swing on uh, Omonia Square and it was, was really great. We also have another uh, sub-team that is uh, working with people are, that are in need, collecting food and medicine and clothes or this kind of stuff that can help people that really need help. This is what we do in general. <laughs> Now, from what I understand, the Atenistas are split into several different teams, and each of these teams has its own area of emphasis. Am I right? Exactly, yes. It is. It is not. Um, it has something to do really with logistics because not none of us can do everything. So it's easier for us to work in smaller teams and to create action. To we are more productive on that way. But all the teams support one another. We are all atomistas. We just need a way to to work more effectively. And one of the things that the Atenistas work on, and you mentioned this a moment ago, are urban renewal projects, urban regeneration projects in public spaces in Athens and in areas that perhaps are a bit run down. Tell us a little bit more about these efforts and how these locations are chosen by the Atenistas. We choose a location, sometimes we choose a location because we pass by 
and we see something, members of us, of all the teams, and say, oh, look this, we have to do something about it. Uh, some others, there are a lot, of, a lot of civilians and a lot of Athenians that have sent us mails and letters, quoting us places where they think that we can go and help them improve their neighborhood. Also, we have been receiving a lot of uh, letters from schools to help them uh, ameliorate their uh, environment. And when we are talking about events that are cultural events, then we just want to put the light on some areas that people really have to go. We, there is no a certain, uh, you know, process that we are choosing a neighborhood. Is that either the people that are living there are asking us to go there, or we just pass by and we spot the places. Simplicity is something very important for the Athenians. Everything we do, we really believe that has to be done on on the basis of uh, what is common logic to all the people and what is simple. The simpler, the best. And from what I understand, the Atenistas have also created an online tool where citizens can go and identify and report the problem areas in the city. Yes, that's true. There is a link in our website that you can go and say that there there is a spot where there is a problem and please come and solve it with us. We are speaking with Nandia Papadimitriou, a volunteer with the Atenistas, a a citizens organization based in Athens, Greece. And Nandia, you mentioned a few moments ago the uh, cultural events that are in many cases organized or promoted by the Atenistas. And from what I understand, the Atenistas even uh, provide inexpensive theater tickets in theaters uh, located in Athens, in addition to the walking tours that you mentioned and uh, some other cultural events. So talk a little bit more about some of these uh, initiatives. Uh, it's not really promoted. We usually create events. You know, what we mainly do in this cultural, let's say, section is that we create events as bigger as we can uh, to help people be in neglecting areas and see that they are safe there, they can enjoy being there, and that there are many nice and interesting buildings that they can explore. As a, this, um, with a the theater, uh, I think you mean, com- let's say campaign, but it's not a real campaign, that we had through our website last year, and we are going to repeat it this year, where we just announced all these uh, theaters that they offer once or twice a week, or special cases, some trip tickets, so that people can enjoy going to the theater, especially during that difficult period, without paying much money. So it's it's something that we think that is helping young people to go out and enjoy. All of these different initiatives that we have been talking about are volunteer-based, from what I understand. What are some of the ways in which you reach out with and engage the citizens of Athens with your efforts? It is completely volunteer. Although we don't really use this word in Greek, then the people participating in the Athenistas don't really feel volunteers. They feel like active citizens that do things to improve their everyday life, to improve the life of their neighbors, to enjoy living in this city. As for what we receive back from the citizens, I think that this is the best part of being an Athenistas. It's really touching and really really fulfills you with energy and with uh, satisfaction. People really acknowledge what we do and whenever we are in a neighborhood, they come there, they congratulate us, they come and help us, they work with us. And the most important of all is that after we leave the neighborhood, because we usually go for a day, we 
take us in an open place, we make a playground, let's say, let's say there or a park, and what happens next? This is the most important, but next, the people that are living there adopt the, the place, adopt the small park, adopt the playground, and they use it, and they socialize there, and they teach their children to be there, and protect it, and clean it, and the whole feeling in the neighborhood becomes a bit, bit different, and better. We have cases where people in the neighborhood didn't go very well with each other, and after uh, us being there, they worked all together with us, and after this, they tried to keep the place and do even more. So this is one, another important factor, how people really live with it afterwards. Following up on this, how would you characterize the participation level in your group's activities as far as uh, citizen engagement is concerned? And how do the Atenistas get the word out about all of these different efforts? It depends on the event. For example, when we organize a cultural event or an open event like the, the concert of the National Opera, where it was more than 3,000 people, last uh, no, I think it was three weeks ago when we did this Open Walk Athens. That is, it was the second one that we did with them. It's an initiative when we give Athenians a map, a map that we have created, and we urge them to walk around the city and explore hidden, let's say, diamonds. The first one was back to May, and it was to very strange or unique uh, shops. The last one was three weeks ago, and it had to do with shops that sell food different kinds of food that they are traditional or for special areas of the country and stuff like that. In this initiative, it was more than 4,000 people. But this is the, more, the most open, let's say, event. We have smaller cultural events to 1,000 people, almost like swing last week, or um, to the activities that have to do with the parks. There it's a, a bit different because we don't really announce the, the event beforehand because we are not able to work so many people together. So the most we can host is about 50 to 100 people when we create a park so that we have enough tools and enough space for everyone to work. And as for schools, it, it's even less because when we are in a school, we always work with the teachers, with the pupils, with the parents of the pupils in order for them to create, a, you know, a connection to the school and the feeling of how that is my school and have worked for it and I love it and I participate. So we usually do it between the members of Atenistas and the people that are involved in the school. So participation depends, depends on the action every time. Have you found that there is a greater need for your organization's efforts and initiatives in recent years during the economic crisis in Greece? And has the organization faced any challenges of its own in operating during the crisis? I have talked about the timing of Atenistas creation with its creator and he has ensured me that Atenistas will be created regardless of the crisis. It was created before, just before the crisis, almost a year before it. I mean the, the huge crisis in Greece and it was this need to so that we love our city. Of course, the conditions that have been created afterwards made maybe more, you know, more urgent the, the way we work. But no, Atenista is not a creation of a crisis. It's a creation, I think, of how mature we need to be as citizens of this city. I think it's an expression of the maturity that little by little comes across uh, Greek society, that we realize that we as citizens 
also own something to the city, to the state, to the neighborhood. Atenistas don't like to complain at all. Don't want to stay and wait the state to do everything for us. We are people, we have responsibilities, and we have to do something of our own. Of course, the state has obligations, but we ourselves, we can do things, and we have to do them now more than ever. And in closing, where can our listeners find out more information about the Atenistas and everything that you do? Our uh, official webpage is the main source of information for everybody that is interested in Atenistas. It is www.atenistas.org. And there, although the main page is in Greek, under every article of the site, there is an in- a small English version of it. It's something new. I think it's the first time we say about it. We are going to announce it uh, officially sometime uh, next week. But from now on, we have also English version of what we are doing because this was something that changed the last year. But a lot of people from abroad have shown that they're interested about our group and we wanted to do the best we can so that everybody can know about Atenista. Also, we have a very popular page on Facebook It's Atenistas at Facebook with more than almost 72,000 likes. And uh, we have also some presence in uh, Twitter. I think it's more than uh, 18,500 followers. So this is where you can find stuff about the Atenistas. Well, Nandia, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today here on the Radio. Of course, it was my pleasure. Best of luck with uh, all of your efforts going forward. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.